I'm happy to have on the show today, Bokeng Kalepa. He's joining us from Johannesburg, South Africa. He's the founder of Belitima Holdings. They offer contract mining, consulting services, mining supplies, and technical services. About what drove you to start your own mining holdings company? The year is 2016. I'm doing well. I'm basically in the upper economics of my career and everything is going quite well. And they are seeing a future CEO out of me. I've got, at that time, I've got multiple degrees and I'm now doing my MBA with one of the finest MBAs also business schools in South Africa or rather Africa. And things are going well, but then the work environment starts getting very toxic. And also in a, in a sense, I couldn't do my job because the MBA was consuming a lot of my time. But then I remember my boss then took personal that I was being lazy and upgrading and everything like that. So what I rather than decided to, to do was during the whole process of the was not was already a disciplinary action be taken against me. No one could understand that guys, when you do your MBA, you don't have any time to yourself, not even to your family. Then there was no understanding. And now I'm at the at the point now where I have to make a decision whether I'm gonna drop off my MBA or I'm going to have a drop off my employment. And I just made a decision that I'm going to drop off my employment. But now the challenge is I've got bills to pay. So I'm in a very, I'm cornered. I've got bills to pay and now I have to pay nice. It's quite the fact that I can't tolerate what is happening. And at that point that I decided that I don't ever want to find myself in such a desperate situation ever again in my life. And that's when I decided to take control of my life. And then I decided that I was going to register a company, start the company, and then from there, at a certain point of time, in turn, then I'm going to go run it. So coincidentally, while that was happening, that I got a promotion, I was working for, and now I had to report to me. So it was quite an interesting turn, which kept me a bit wrong in impairment until eventually I was ready to jump off and go around by little. Is Johannesburg very entrepreneur-friendly? It is. Look, South Africa is very entrepreneur-friendly. So you look at what we have with Palitano. Palitano is registered in both Lesotho and South Africa, but predominantly it's in South Africa. And if you look at the barriers that come with having a business in Lesotho, they are quite high. Just registering the business, the costs are also high. So if you haven't even started business, you don't have capital, you already have to have a capital to just register the business, just imagine. While it's in South Africa, just registering the business costs about 200 rent or 250. And it is done in like three days, four days, your business will be ready to run. It's that quick. So the barriers are quite easy. They're quite low. When you go to the sort of just participating in a tender, depending on the size of the tender, then you have to pay even more. If you have, you have to put at least a million rent down, depending on the tender. In South Africa, the tendering is actually for free. Everyone has got a fair opportunity in making sure that it happens. Everyone in South Africa can basically register their company and make it work. Unlike in other places. So I must say in terms of, we would call it when you look at your ease of doing business, when you're going to be tweaking in terms of the macroeconomics, I find South Africa quite ease in making business. So day one, when you got started, how did this look? Cause this is a jump you made. You took a risk. Oh, so day one, I remember when I was resigning, I'm resigning. I'm still, yeah, I was like 30, 31, yeah, 31 years old. And yeah, there were great things coming for me. Um, I had just successfully moved the project that was running a multi-billion rent project. So I just successfully moved it from the feasibility study known as on the execution. So maybe in the project leader at the time, it was a huge capital project. It was a big deal for Anglo-American, but then I was still working for Anglo-American. And now I'm deciding that I'm leaving and not everyone was here with me. In fact, a lot of people were not here with me. And I remember my then mentor says to me, I resign in, I resign on the floor. So I was going to be finishing my service. My, my notice was going to serve it until the 31st of October. So he sees me in his office and he says, 
tell me, how does your first of November look like? First of November, 2018, because that will be it. Me and Englo now, when we're waking up in the morning with the clock card and everything, how will it look like? Tell me. And I did my best to answer it. But what I can assure you, Chad, is that no one will have a hundred percent answer in terms of that. You just need that one, just one step to say, okay, from here to here, this is wrong. The rest of the staff or the rest of the staff, I'll figure them out as you go. It's okay to go through that uncomfortable process where you say, I only know up to this much. I know when I leave here, I've got a potential client that I'm going to be consulting for. I'm a certified speaker and a coach. That's an author. I'm going to focus on my coaching as well. Um, okay, this is how far as I know. The rest of the things, I don't have the answers. And it's okay. So in terms of your savings, how many months savings are you left with? How many, how many months savings are you left with? How long will you survive without a salary? That's the question that he asked me. And I only had six months. I only had six months of salary. So I had six months to make it work out. But I was ready to make it work out. It was an interesting process. The personality that he brings in Europe your brain is forever waking. I think that was the highest period where my brain really worked at those levels because at that time, you will see that your brain is brutal. You have to figure out a solution of how you're going to make this work. So my head was forever, ever working. So yeah, it was a great, it was a great time for me. And yeah, I don't look back and regret. I actually enjoy it. What kind of materials are very popular to mine in the areas you're in? Cool. Coal, we obviously don't like it because it's fossils and we look at it as environment and all that. But you look at the fact that it's still needed, whether we see it as something that is quite dating, it's still needed. But obviously all the future lies a lot on the rain minerals, your lithium and everything that comes with it related to the lithium and the platinum as well. You're looking at that and also now with the gases in terms of the gasification. So we are trying to move to the clean energy as much as possible. So on our business, predominantly and clear, we are in coal, but then we got all and also have our platinum in our, in our well, and diamond as well, in our portfolios, but predominantly it's coal. So yeah, look, it's okay. It's something that will work out with time. But as far as you can see, coal still has got so much future in a sense that the infrastructure is there to make sure that any country or our country, South Africa, is in general, and even Botswana and other mines. The infrastructure is to run in coal. Yeah. Coal. Oh, yeah. So do you have a lot of the consulting work? Do you have locals coming to you or is it corporations, international corporations coming in and trying to mine? A lot of investors, we see a lot of foreign investors. It's uh, the foreign investors that will come and put money in the country. We also have the locals. It's a breakaway from Anglo-American, the coal division. And then that's where it came from. It's basically the international spending over to the local people. We see that also happening quite a lot. So it's not bad, but particularly when you look at your platinum mines and some of your diamond mines, it's still more under foreign investments than the local investments. But you've got manganese, you know, if money by uh, 100% South African, Serendi as well. But then, yeah, if you look at some of the big... So if one of our listeners wanted to reach out to you, Bokeng, or your company and learn more, how can they do so? You can... Either go to my website, balletsima.com. You can follow me on LinkedIn. I'm very quite active on LinkedIn. Then also I've got my webpage, which is www.bokangkilimbo.com. That's my own personal webpage. Facebook, Instagram, you'll find me there. Same name. Thank you, Bokang, for coming on the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. Make sure to smash that subscribe button. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki, with Cosmic Website Design and Development. And we'll see you next time. Thank you.